Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Codependent Podcast. Welcome back to another week of the best podcast on the internet. Jamie, you got to push the button. What button? The red button. Oh, I don't actually. I know you don't, but if we wanted to use anything else, if you turned that up, it would blast our music. (laughs) We like our music. We do. I feel like a DJ with our like switchboard too. I know, me too. I'm a DJ. Welcome back, you guys. What if like, I mean... Every week it feels like it's been a year since we last I know spoke. It has. But it last hasn't. week was good. We got a, like a little catch up on our lives. What's going on? Where we're at? I don't remember last week's. Last episode. week was start here. Oh yes, yes. I wonder how you guys like that episode. Yeah. Did you like it? Did was it good? Did you like it? <laughs> what do you think about <laughs> it? Tell me you like me. <laughs> Tell me it was good, please. No, it was good. And this week has just been. This week has flown by, really. It no like real like frfr <laughs> Kinsey's trying to be hip and say frfr but like dj's like dude you just have to say it for for real i know but i like frfr better so <laughs> suck it we spent all weekend at the wigwam that was so fun. so fun so fun that was literally like perfect it was it's a great place if you're in arizona stay there i genuinely look forward to that trip every i just love year. that it's like a little tradition now it's like, okay, we can look forward to it every summer. It's so fun. Which is so fun. We like, spent our anniversary of 2020 there. We spent our anniversary of 2021 there. No, no, no. 2021, we went with our family in August. Yes. For yes, mom's birthday. Yes. And then 2022, I spent my anniversary there. And then 2023, I spent my anniversary there. Yes. So we actually were there the day after your anniversary last time. We started there July, June 18th. I got there the 17th. Uh, I don't think so. It was a Friday. We went, yeah, but your anniversary wouldn't have been on a Friday. Because this year was on Saturday. So that makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. But I looked back at photos and we weren't there. Our first day was June 18th there. Are you sure? Let me look because now I'm curious. Yeah, go look. I thought so, but. We could be wrong. We could not. We could. We could. <laughs> like it even matters. It really doesn't Regardless. matter. Regardless. Look, mine was on June 17th. Oh, okay. So Maybe. Maybe, maybe you got there. Photos. Maybe you got there. Day- no, I, I didn't. just think you probably just didn't take photos. Yeah. You had both my kids. So it makes sense. I didn't actually. Really? Yeah. I think you took them so we could go to dinner because we went to dinner. Oh, I think maybe I took them for dinner. Yeah. And we were staying in rooms that were conjoined. Yes. Which yes, was yes, really yes. nice. Yeah. That's the best. They put us like right next to each other. That so. year we had conjoined this year. We were like in like, it was like kind of like a duplex kind of thing. Like yeah. there was, it was like a little villa. Like wasn't com, con, like conjoined. The doys. The doys. The, do- the, <laughs> the doors didn't connect. <laughs> but we were like, there, we we're 444 and 445. Yes, like, exactly. Good. Okay. I'm going to say our room numbers because she already put it on her TikTok anyway. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's my close friends actually. So let's just <laughs> jump right into it because 
I had a panic attack this morning at <laughs> 7.30, which, okay, I was a good mom. Let's just put that in the world. Um, <laughs> I locked, so the way our suite was, you walk in and there was like a couch, like yes. a pullout bed, and that's where Payson was sleeping. And then there's a humongous bathroom with a giant closet. That's where Pierce was sleeping. Yes. And then there was like a little barrier, like one little like half wall, yep, yep. and then me and DJ's bed. And then there was another door next to me and DJ's bed that also led to outside. Yes. But I locked the front door with the, there was like a lock, like a turn yes. lock and the little like latch, latch. on the top. Yes. The other door, I just did the lock because Pierce kept opening the doors. Yes. And so I was like concerned about Pierce. Like Payson yes. doesn't leave us. And so I locked the door. I didn't do the upper latch. Yes. We went to bed. I woke up at 7.30 and I was, I looked at my phone and I was like, holy crap, Payson's sleeping in. This is the best day of my life. I was like getting up to go to the bathroom. She wasn't in her bed, which like is not abnormal for Payson. So I yes. didn't freak out yes. at first because I'm like, she's asleep in the closet. She's asleep on the bathroom floor. She's asleep underneath her bed. She's somewhere. She's somewhere. And so I didn't start freaking out. Went in the bathroom. Wasn't there. Went in our bed. Cause she's like, she'll go like to DJ side. So yes. I looked on DJ side. She wasn't there. I looked under the bed. She wasn't there. Like I literally looked under the bed, Jamie. Payson had left our room. I kid you not. I was panicking because I was an idiot. And I posted a TikTok that day with our room number, which was so stupid. I don't know how it happened. I am always very conscious about like my address or my like house yes. number or something. And I, we normally don't post in real time either, especially yes. when we're on a stay. Yep. And so I posted in real time, which was my mistake. Yep. And it just made me like really realize like that this is petrifying. And so I walked outside and she's standing outside of our front door, like just stand there. Also the night before, Payson woke up at 5.30 in the morning for yes. Jamie. So like she could so have been out there she for, would have been two out there for two hours. And she tried to leave my room. Like she tried two times to leave my room. She's a wanderer. So I, but I like, luckily I heard like the door moving. So. I can't believe I was that asleep. Like, I normally always hear her. Hear it. I, but because it didn't have like the upper latch, I mean that's She just unlocked like, it simple. and walked outside. Yeah. But like it's bright outside. I should have seen it be bright. Like, like I'm oh. like, I'm a light sleeper. So I normally hear my kids. Yes, completely. And so I walk outside and she's literally just standing next to our door. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she was like, I just came to play outside. And I was like, you don't ever go outside unless I'm with you. Like, this isn't like- She's like, well, I woke up. And I'm like, then come wake me up. Like, like don't go She's outside. never, ever done this, ever. Like, she's never gone outside of our house. We have yes. Vivint, so like the alarms will be blaring. Like, she knows that she can't go outside without us. Yes. Like, she knows that's the rule. I don't know. Then you said that you heard her this morning. So she tried to knock on your she door. Was, I thought, so at first I, I had like woken up Justin because I was like, I think that Rossi's like knocking like to get out of the- closet because she's like her pack and play was in the closet and so I was like I think Rossi's knocking on the closet and then he like went and he's like it's not Rossi's like he's like I don't know what that is and I was like it's a fine just get back in bed and then you called me twice but I was like asleep still because I thought she went to your room and so I, but I thought like, you would text me if she went in your room to yes. tell me like don't be freaked out yeah and then I like woke up I was like I like texted you I'm like is everything okay like what's going on and then when you said that I was like oh my gosh that was patience she was straight up knocking for like a couple minutes how like, how early it was like probably 7 15 7 20 I'm hoping she just slept in yes and she was I think she would go directly to your door yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm hoping she was outside for like three seconds yes but still terrifying still terrifying so it was very scary patience sleepwalks what did you say to her? Were you like, you literally I didn't, cannot do I that. didn't want to like scare her. Yes. But I like grabbed her arms and I was like, you need to look at me. 
you do not go outside unless yes. I'm with you. That is so scary. I didn't know where you were. We're in a hotel. And like, I'm like, you can wake, I, this, this is what I try to drill in her head. Up. Like you can wake me up. Don't yes. think you can't wake me up. Like, yes. I would have taken you outside. Like I probably wouldn't have, but I told her I would have. Like, yes. I'm like, you are never allowed to leave Just somewhere. Like leave the area, especially like it's not even your house. Like, no, I, I she could have wandered to the freaking pool, dude. Yeah, like, you don't know who's around. It was the probably there. the most terrifying moment I've ever had as a as mother. a mom. Yes, like genuinely, and like oh, losing your kid. Yeah, that would literally be the scariest. Payson thing just wanders in the middle of the night. She wanders early in the morning. She's just a wanderer, and I was the same way. Like my mom would find me in the weirdest places, places asleep. Like yep. I know that like it's genetic. Yes. But like, that's the first time she's ever done something like that. I think that she thought she could go to your room. Yes, I, yes. I want to believe. I, I think so too, because she obviously was knocking on my door. So I'm trying to believe she didn't just like go outside to play. Yes. I'm she like, I'm like, she feels safe. Like that's a good thing. She feels safe in her surroundings, but. Too trusting, just at, like her mama. At the same time, yeah, you're not safe in a place that you don't know. Exactly. So even if it's a nice, safe hotel, like it's one of the nicest. And you guys are next door, like. like or next door, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So like, I was like, I was like, I tried to be stern yep. and give it to her. And then she went back inside and then DJ sat her down and also had to talk with her. Good. So from now on, it's she my job to lock not. the doors. <laughs> the upper latch. The upper latch because yes. she can turn a lock. So get out. That's my close friends. I didn't want to share it on social media because I thought I'd get like a lot of hate when like I didn't do, um, I didn't do a ton wrong. Yes. I could have done the upper latch, yes, but, but like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's just a wake up call for parent. Like, I mean, I think all of us have been in a situation, like maybe not the exact same, but like being not scared, knowing where your not kids knowing where in your target kid is. Yeah. Like even I, a lot of parents lose their kids in the stores. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely happens. I need to like not be, I like beat myself about up about it for like a yes. couple hours because I felt so horrible, but I'm like, she's just is such a wanderer. Yep. Like, yep. and you just have to teach her. Like now, you know, she needs to know that we don't do that. And every time you go somewhere, you're going to have to be like, do don't, not leave. Yeah. Like if you wake up early, you climb in. And I even told her last night, which is so funny. I was like, she, she asked me, she's like, if I wake up early, are you going to make me stay in bed? And I was like, come <laughs> crawl into my bed with me. Like yes. when you wake up, just come crawl into my bed. Yep. Like we even said that before she went to bed. I'm like so surprised she didn't try to wake one of she us didn't up. Try to. She's never, ever done she something She probably like woke that. up and was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play with Navy. Exactly. Especially since let's give her the benefit of the doubt that she wasn't awake for two hours yes, and say that she was only awake for 15 minutes. Yes. Of course she's like, she slept in that's sleeping in for her. She probably felt so great. She probably was excited. Yes, exactly. So yeah, that's my close friends. There's another close friends, but I'll let Jamie go first. Oh man. Um, well now I kind of forgot what my close friends is. You didn't write it down? I didn't write it down. I have another good one. If you want me to talk about my other good one. Yeah. I don't think I, um, I didn't write it down. And you really forgot? I really forgot. We got into that conversation and. I mean, that was a really good close friend. She gone. Just like Basin. She gone, just like Basin. Just like Basin. It was going to be something about about Rossi, but now I forgot. So maybe it'll come back to me. Okay. I'm trying to think of what did Rossi do this weekend? That was funny. Oh my gosh. I don't remember. Everything, dude. She's hilarious. She's something. She's something. How's she doing with the bunny? Um. She's doing really good with the bunny. Yeah, the bunny is good. We're trying to kind of like figure out the bunny, like, like what to what, do with like, the bunny. What do I do with the bunny? And like, yeah, Justin's like, I don't like his office smells like a bunny. And he's like, I'm not going to work from home if my office smells like a bunny. So we're trying to. What does a bunny smell like? It doesn't smell bad. Like, like, I don't really know how to describe it. Not like a cat. No, nothing like okay, a cat. Like a hamster. Maybe like a hamster. Okay. Like, we're pretty diligent about like cleaning out his cage, but, or like his area, but like, um, 
he's like in a litter box. So it's like kind of hard to like. But you want to have him be able to hop around the house. Exactly. That's the goal. So we're getting there slowly. So he like doesn't climb under stuff, which is great. How does Coco do? We're still introducing. That's like why he's not hopping around the house right now. Okay. we don't want Coco to eat him. Yeah. So No, that's a concern. We're getting there. Justin's like, uh... Did we like not think about this? I'm like, I thought about it. I mean, I, that's the exact same way I felt with the dog. Like, like I'm like, we brought him home and I was like, what did we just freaking what do? What did we do? Like, no, I was like, I literally was like, should we not have done this? Yeah. Like, no. I'm happy, but like, what but, do you do? And I called you. I'm like, do I like need stuff for the dog? Like, what do like, I need? You're at Target. I'm like, get this. Get this I was at Petco. Oh, Petco. Yeah. Yes. I was at the pet store because right, right. I was like trying to get. Oh yeah. Cause you needed like a, a crate and stuff. And I was like, yeah, don't get that at Target. It'd be too expensive. Yeah. And you were, you like walked me through it. And then I'm like, okay, so like, how do you crate train? Like, what do I, I know, Good thing do? I've had two puppies. Dude, honestly, I, I don't know what I would have done. I've seen all of these TikToks lately, probably cause I just had a dog, but yeah. there was this TikTok and it was like, I, it's like keeps popping up. I think it's a trend. And it was like, it was like, the we failed at crate training uh, morning or something like that. And it's oh, like these dogs funny. climbing all over their owners. They're like golden retrievers. So they're giant. Big dogs. And I literally think that every day. I'm like, did we fail at crate training? Yeah. But we've actually been great. Like he's- No, I feel like you guys have been he's pretty a good, good with He's a good little dude. Good. When I napped today, he was in his crate and he was in his crate for like 30 minutes while I was like trying, like I was like watching a show and like not super tired yet. Yeah. And then about like 45 minutes, he started like whimpering. So I was like, oh, maybe he needs to go outside. But then I put him on my bed with me and he burrowed and fell right asleep. So then me oh. and Jimmy napped together on the bed, which I hate doing. It's like, I'm trying to like enforce rules on yes. him, but also like, it's just the best. Oh, it's so, and puppies are the, literally the best. They're literally the best. So do you remember your close friends yet? Nope. Cool. Should I tell my other one yeah. or should we just move on? No, tell your other one. It's like not important, but. It's okay. Okay. That can be mine too. I mean, it actually does involve you and you're probably going to talk more in this close friends than Perfect. I am. Okay. So this is your close friends. Okay. This is mine. Um. I was at the store the other day and I was like trying to find something to wear to my anniversary. And there was this really cute dress and it was spaghetti strapped. And I was like, I was like, I just like can't wear spaghetti straps. And you're like, why can't you wear spaghetti straps? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like, I can't wear them. Like, I don't know why it's like not in my head. I'm like, it's not because of like modesty standards. It's just yes. because I don't feel comfortable in it. Yes. But you were like, what did you say? Well, I, what did I say? You were like, you're like, it's the same thing as wearing a bikini. Like you, it, it is because of a modesty thing. Like, yeah, like it's ingrained in your head not to show your shoulders, but like- 100%. Like, but what's the difference of like that versus wearing a crop top that shows your stomach? Like, like- It's just ingrained in my head. Either way, if you're trying to like, trying to be modest, that's not- Either way, it's not modest. No, 100%. Like, like, I will wear- And I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, I think that that's what it is. It's like ingrained in your head. Like your shoulders are the devil. I, I don't wear crop tops very much either. You do now. Not like to show my belly. Yeah, you do. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm like at the gym. Yeah. But then you wear it all day. Then I wear it all day. That's true. I'm not saying it's bad. I no, like no. it. I would say do like, it. I would say more like- wearing something short. Like I don't mind wearing something super short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have, that, that makes sense. I have a harder time wearing something that shows my shoulders, yes. which is so crazy that that's literally ingrained in my head. And it's it's genuinely like almost like body dysmorphia. It is. That I think my arms would look like huge wearing a tank top or a spaghetti strap. But like, that's also not why. That's also, yeah. It's like, it's in your head because you have like 
shoulder like body dysmorphia shoulder dysmorphia no but i felt the same way with bikinis i remember going to airy with you last year and i was like i see something like with more coverage because i want to be more comfortable and you're like that's not what it's about it's because you like have it ingrained to not show skin yes exactly and like you are feeling so like confident in yourself now is like why would you not like there's there's a difference. I'm not saying go wear like a thong and like No, nothing, I, I get like, what you're saying. But if you have a high waisted bikini that like shows a little stomach and shows like my butt. It shows your butt a little and it shows your shoulders, like it's gonna be okay and like you look great. It is it. hard, like it's hard like getting your head it to is. like and get it, removed from that modesty culture of like and like, you're a slut if you show your shoulders. And me and Justin have so many conversations because I'm like- You have two girls. We have two girls and I'm like, how? Like, what if they come out wearing this? Like, what are we going to do? How are we- Like, I never, ever want to shame them of like, obviously if they come out and their whole butt is hanging out and they, their boobs are like, or whatever, like you can tell when a young girl's trying to show off her body. A hundred percent. You can tell. But you can also tell when they're just wearing something that's a Makes little shorter. Makes them feel cute. And it's cute. Like- and I think there's such a difference. And I think that there's so much shame that goes into like not showing your body instead of making it like your body is literally so beautiful. And like, let's, let's, let's figure wear out things that accentuate yes. your body. Like, and yeah. And like, not in a sexual way, like you're a young girl, but like yes. in a way where you feel really pretty and like you also feel confident, but you're also not dressing for all the boys to like yeah. stare at you or girls to talk about you yes, or whatever it is. Like, I think that there's, I mean, we could literally do a whole episode on this, especially like you have a boy, how are you going to teach him? Totally. Like, you can be around girl. Like there's, there's so many like people that we know throughout our life too, that have like not let their kids a wear bikinis. That was us, but B like they're, they don't want their boys to be around girls who wear bikinis. And yes. I'm like, do you understand? They're going to see a lot worse than that. They're probably looking up a lot worse than that. Like you should let them be around a girl in a bikini so they can know how to act, act. normal. Yes. Like 100%. so they're going to see a girl in a bikini the first time and they're going to be freaking crazy. Boner city. <laughs> Bricked up as DJ would say. <laughs> like no. Should I, Pierce is going to be on a boat one day with all of his girl cousins in bikinis. He better not be weird. No, but exactly. He better be like, ah, cool. Whatever. No, 100%. Like, I'm not a creep. I'm not weird. I'm, yes. I can go around my girlfriends now that are in a bikini and I'm not weird. I'm not like weird. I can. Staring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like. No, completely. There's so much. Like, yeah, we honestly should do a full episode on like modesty culture. Because we should. It's super, we super got interesting. some stuff to say. And get like other people's opinions on it. Like Definitely. kids. I just think it was ingrained that modesty was the clothes you wear and not what was in your heart. When I the t- definition of modesty is is more inward bound than it is exterior. Yes. And like, if I'm wearing a cute dress that is maybe a little shorter, I still feel modest because I'm not trying to like- Get attention. I, I'm not trying to get attention. It feels comfortable on me and I like it. And I'm going on a date with my husband. And yeah, I don't want to wear a long dress that goes to my ankles and it goes to my wrists. Every time. Like I don't, I want to like look hot for my husband. Like, 100%. I want to keep and that And I also think alive. that's important. I think that's just as important. I totally agree. Like, yeah, I think modesty is such like, it's so in your head. It's such, it's yes. like the way that you feel and the way you're portraying and like, are you modest in what you're thinking and in yeah, what you're yeah. doing? And like, I don't think it's all about the way you dress, but I think that's what we think it is. And so, I mean, yeah. like even this episode, weekend, stay tuned. <laughs> we need to do a whole episode. Um, no, even like this weekend, like 
I wore like my cover up dress because I yes. I left my dress that I was supposed to wear to dinner on our anniversary. Oh, yeah, I yeah. left it at home. Yes. My babysitter brought it to me the next day when she brought me Pierce, but I was going to wear that to dinner. And I like literally didn't have anything to wear. I had like a cute, my like anthropology cover up dress. And I was like, well, I'm just going to like wear this to dinner. But yeah. in my head, I was like, well, I'm taking photos and it's like kind of a tank top and it's kind of short. Like, are people going to judge me? What, who's going to say this about like how I'm not wearing my garments to dinner? Yep. You know what I mean? Like those no. are the thoughts that are going through my head instead of being like, I want to look cute for my husband. It's our anniversary. Wear the damn dress. And, and, and do you feel like wearing that dress is pulling you further away from God? No. There you go. Thank you. Amen, Jamie. Amen. <laughs> Stay tuned on this episode because <laughs> no. obviously there's a lot. And I know some people disagree and that's okay. You do what you're comfortable with and that's why we all have our own- Definition of modesty. Definitions of modesty because we can do what we want with it and we can dress how we want with it. Preach. Preach, sister. Preach, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, obviously we'll go into that. But this week we kind of wanted to talk about- um, we kind of mentioned last week on our Start Here episode about boundaries and how that was like, I mean, a big, a really big thing for me, but also a really big thing for you too. Like yeah. learning that throughout your life and like how you've protected yourself and how I protected myself is through creating boundaries, even if you don't really know you're creating them, but like internally even you're mm-hmm. creating them. Um, and so we wanted to kind of talk about like boundaries, but also we had an experience also this week. I guess this kind of goes in close friends too. It's like a combined. There's um, your close friends. There's my close friends. Um, we ran into a friend and we kind of just started chatting and we shared like a personal, like some personal experiences about like gaining closure on like a bad situation that has happened. And we- While also setting boundaries. While also setting boundaries and like how to like, move on, get closure, keep your peace, set boundaries, keep your peace. And this specifically was like about a friendship breakup, but I think that it applies to so many things in our life, like closing a new chapter, relationships, friendships, like parental relationships with your parents. I know a lot of people don't have, or like with your in-laws, like there's so many different, different relationships in your life that you go through and periods that you'll go through. Um, I even think like with your kids, when you have teenagers, totally, you, like creating all of these things, Um, and we, so we kind of wanted to like talk about that because we both just had super similar experiences with it. And we were both like, we could talk for hours. We could talk for hours. Like literally we were like, let's go to dinner. We need to talk more about this because it felt so like it felt similar, similar and like so relieving to speak with somebody who had such a similar experience to us that it was like nice to just like talk. And so, and I think this is like the first time in my life that I have, really try to set boundaries. I am yes. like not a boundary keeper. Like yep. I'm, I'm very much like everyone. Her boundaries like, are blurred. There are no boundaries. There's They're not blurred. even blurred. They're just invisible <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> and I feel like this last like six months, probably I have felt a lot of peace with myself. And now I understand, like, I think that like, I'd hear people talk about boundaries and I'd be like, that's ridiculous. That's so stupid. Like, like what's a boundary? Yeah. What's a boundary? Like let everybody in. But I think that <laughs> I have felt more peace and happiness in my life than I ever have before. And I think this is the first time in my life that I haven't gotten closure for something. Like it was just done. And I, it was really, really hard for me. We're gonna talk about this in a little bit, but it was really, really hard for me to accept not having closure and moving on and then setting boundaries. It's just not something I've ever really done before. Um, So we just- 
kind of wanted to talk about it because it's just been so relevant. And like a lot of people talked about Jamie talking about boundaries last week. And so we're like, let's just do like a follow up where we talk about boundaries, keeping your peace, and protecting like, yourself. Really, at the end of the day, like when when I when Kenzie asked me, like, and when we knew we were going to talk about like our start here and being like, what is like the one thing that like how have you been able to like gain closure, and move on and so many times in life, you're not going to get closure. Like you're just yeah. not. And to accept that is kind of hard, but like creating a boundary is truly like the only way that you will be able to find peace. Well, and I think too, like, and they I, do go hand in hand because for me, like not getting closure, if someone reached back out to me, a friend, a boyfriend, like before I was married, obviously, but like currently, if somebody <laughs> had reached out to me to like, they like, let's say they ghosted me and then like I didn't get closure and then they came back trying to get closure with me, I would have accepted it right away. Oh, completely. I would have set no boundaries. I wouldn't have given yep. myself that, like being blocked by somebody and then being unblocked and then having the boundary that I knew I needed to reblock, even though yes. I wasn't blocked or taken yes. away from them. Yes. I chose to do that because I didn't get closure and I felt so bad about myself. Why would I let somebody else back into my life to get closure for them. I don't, I need to stop caring about what people think and caring about other people's feelings because- Completely. And that's part, like, I mean, we've talked about that before. That's part of like a personality trait is this like yeah. being over-consumed with what people think about you and what people think in general. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, you can only control what you think and what, yeah, like you can control what you can control and that's Like it. a boyfriend wronging me and then coming back and saying they're sorry. Like I would accept that. Completely. And I- wish that looking back in my like teen years, I wouldn't have done that. I mean, yes. DJ did that. So like, really it was fine. Really? But I mean, yeah. And it's hard, like, because obviously, like I was gonna say, like you said, like with DJ, but it's like, yeah, but people, people can and do change. And that's also like, that's also you part, you have to learn, you have to yes. learn, but I also think teenagers, it's hard. Like you don't really know. You don't know. You Your don't brain's know. not fully developed yet. Exactly. I mean, my brain's still developing, <laughs> but it's like, I just think that, I think that setting a boundaries but also something that we were talking about is like respecting when other people set a boundary yeah that's that's really hard for me no that's I think I think that that's a hard thing if you're not ready to like yes to understand why they're setting that boundary and somebody being like I I am like I'm setting this boundary. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to go there. I don't like, let's leave this where it is. Where I think you can talk about anything enough to be okay. And you can move on. Like if you just talk about it. And we were talking about this the other day because we went to dinner with our friends and all of our friends were like, yeah, we're not scared of you, Kenzie. Yeah. Like, so, like and that's not a bad thing. No, like, no, no, no. I didn't take it as a bad and thing And it was all. like, I mean, we're laughing about it, but we were talking about it later. And Kenzie's like, why is nobody ever afraid of me? And it's like, because- at the end of the day, people know, okay, well, I could just call her and say, I'm sorry. And she'd be like, oh, it's totally fine. We're over. Like, it's good. As long as you can get your emotions out about it, we're good. We're moving on. Exactly. Like Megan even said that. She's like, I know that if you had a problem, you would call me. You would just call and talk about it. And then you'd get over and it. And then I'd get over it. Yep. But is that something that I want to teach Payson? Like, I wanted at, at times in your life, it's so beneficial because sometimes you do just have to be the bigger person and you have to just do it. And like, I think even the biggest thing for you, which you've, you even like wrote this down to along with this episode is like, just like word vomiting your emotions. That's what I was about to say. And sometimes it's so good because you can just get it out and you move on and you're done. Yeah. But you also have to be really aware of who you're word vomiting to. Yes. I can word vomit to you. Yes, exactly. If I'm feeling something, I don't even think about it. I just text you word vomit. and you know, 
that's probably just my word vomit. Exactly. And you are okay with it. But yes. other people. And I know you good enough to like, it's okay. It's not. And the times I can think that I regret in my life the most yep. are times that I word vomited. And there has been a lot of times that that has happened where I end up looking or feeling insane because I get so emotional that immediately I write it all down and I send it. Like, that's what I do. It's it's, yep. it's how I feel because better. you're like, okay, if I send this, then they'll get what I'm coming from. But then but, they don't. But or, or they do and they just don't give a shit. And they don't give a shit. Or their boundary is like, if she texts me, I don't care. So like their boundary is already set of like, it doesn't matter. And you're like, well, I don't understand. Like, let's just work it out. Let's be done. Like, why, why is this even a thing? Like, like, come on. And, and I then, just get so emotionally into it that I look and feel like I'm psychotic. And like you were saying, like, what did you say earlier when you were like, this is like what I need to do? Cause I think that a lot of people, cause like we're, that's how you, that's how you move on from things. I have so to talk about it. So it's not like, you're not going to necessarily keep it all in. Cause that's not healthy for you. No, it's definitely not. So a couple things, first of all, when I was going through like, probably like one of the hardest times therapy. That yes, was literally the only thing that would help me yep. because I could worm vomit to my therapist and she could walk me through it. Yep. So first and foremost, if it's something really triggering, something that Traumatic, you can't move on, yes. if you've already done the word vomit, it's not working, like go see a therapist. Yes. Like, it was very beneficial. Second of all, type something out and don't send it. Honestly, don't even type it out because I, if I typed it out, chances are I'd sit in my notes and then the next time I was feeling overwhelmed, I would probably send it. Just send it. Write it down, rip it up, put it in the garbage. Yep. Definitely feel better when I do that. Yep. Or word vomiting to people I trust, to you. Yes. Or to my friends or to DJ and getting every emotion out. Like you aren't afraid to tell me like, Kenzie, don't send that. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, or take this out. Like take this out. Or like say, I'm sorry a billion times. And you're like, there's nothing for you to be sorry for. Why are you saying you're Why sorry? Are you sorry? But I do that. And that's, and it's like, that's a be, like a great quality. But at the same time, like you said, you don't want to teach Payson to do that or Pierce or whatever, because- at the end of the day, like you're the one that has been hurt from being walked all over because they don't care. Yeah. Like, and so you want to teach, like, it's good to have your emotions. It's so good to tell your feelings. Yes. Like, that's what you need as your personality is to get it all out. Do it, but do it in a healthy way. Yes. And don't send it or don't like write it down. Do and whatever. Don't send it to people that you have to think. I wonder if they're going to reply. Like genuinely think in your head. If I send this message and they don't reply to me, how is that going to make me feel? And if you have to think they're not going to reply, then don't send they it don't. because they literally don't care. And sometimes as an adult, I feel like it's so easy to just logically say like, okay, well, if I, if I just like text this, like, this is how I'm feeling. Isn't the adult thing to do? Just like talk about it and get over it and move yes. on. You would think so, but it's a lot of times it's actually not. Yeah. For sometimes the other person, sometimes for the other person. And sometimes it is, you have to, that's, you also kind of, like you said, you kind of just have to know if that, it, are you even going to guess if that person's going to reply? Because if they're not and you, that's even a guess, don't do it because it's going to hurt you in the end. 100%. If you think, you know what, I'm going to send it to them. This is kind of affecting me. It's hurting me. And you know that they're going to reply. Like if I was having an issue with Alicia, oh, I would, she'd 100% reply. I would call her. I'd be like, what's going on? Like, and that issue, issues don't happen often, but if there was one, I know that she would apply in a heartbeat because she cares about me. Yes. And because we're genuinely best friends, like I know that she'd be there for me and that she would care what I have to say, but like anybody else, you know what I mean? You have 100%. to know that person, which and, is hard. But you also think you know that person. 
before yeah. that happens. Yeah, you think you but know. my thing is if I am thinking in my head, they're not going to respond, it's not worth sending. Yes. Because it's going to make me feel worse in the end. Yep. So don't even, if you have to even question if someone is going to respond to you, don't even reply. And, and what's, I think, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I think that goes into like, um, having like their boundaries already set. And yeah. at the end of the day, you just have to respect that that's what it is. And you might not even, they're not going to tell you, this is my boundary. This is what I've set, blah, 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 blah. You're just going to have to read between the lines and say, you know what? They're probably not going to reply. They're Which I feel like the adult thing to do, again, I know this is like best case scenario. Yes, 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 yes. The adult thing to do is just say, I need a minute. Don't text me. I'm setting my boundary and I just need a minute. The second somebody says that to me, I will I will completely yes. have the boundary set. Yep. I just hate the unknown. You hate that somebody could truly just like ignore. Yes. yes. And I just wish more people, if you have a friend that's like me, and you're having her emotional dump on you, just tell her you need space. To me, I would rather be told I need space than for you to straight up ignore me. Yes. Ignoring me is genuinely probably the worst thing that you could that ever do to somebody me. could do. But yes. moving on to our next point is learning how to let things go and not being able to control everyone. Yep. As a control freak. That's hard, yeah. That's no, hard. It's definitely hard. And I think, I think- it's, it's so hard too, because like we've been saying, this is just such like a personality thing too. And yeah. like where, where you lie and what you need and to just let it go. Like for me, it's like, I don't word vomit. I don't emotion dump. Like I can truly just like be like, okay, it's done. I'm moving on. Even though it will, I'll think about it internally. It'll affect you. It will affect me, but it, Not as it much. won't consume me. Like I won't, me. <laughs> I won't let it consume me, but I will like think about it enough and I think like the conversations that we've had where I can just like say what I'm thinking, even like if it's like really mean, that to me is like letting my emotions out. Definitely. Like something that I would be like, F you, I hate you. You're a bad person. Yes. We're not friends. I don't like you. Do you think at some point in your life you would have sent a message like that? Never. Okay. To me, I'm just like, we're done. Okay. And, and in my brain, I don't know if that's just because like of my life and childhood, like I didn't have control of my situation. Totally. And so I'm like, okay, now I do have control. I'm like, if I can choose to just like, okay, I'm done. I'm moving on. Then like, I'm, I've like programmed my brain to do that because yep. I just can't hold on to things. Which I honestly, I do feel like it is possible to rewire your brain to think these ways. I a hundred percent agree. I don't think I'll ever be at the point where I'm like F off. No. And, and that's not your personality. But I think and so. And that's not healthy for you because you would internalize it. Yes. And it would, it would eat you up until you could like talk to anybody about it. Exactly. And like you said, you went to, you realized Okay, you've word vomited on me. You've word vomited on, Jimmy, on DJ. You've word vomited on all of our other friends. And you're still hurting. Yes. Okay. There's you gotta some, figure something somebody else, out. else, an outside source that doesn't know anybody needs to just hear you out, validate you, and help you move on. Yes. And that's literally exactly well, what happened. Well, and I think one big thing that I did really help me in therapy was that, like, even though I'm not the greatest at boundaries, is I have to set them. If you've wronged me, I have to have the boundary to let it go. Yep. And that's that's just like something I have to do. Yeah. Like I have to respect other people's, but I also need to learn how to do boundaries because guess what? I was the one- Because you need to respect yourself. I enough. need to respect myself. Yes. I have been so freaking hurt and I haven't done shit about it. No, I have always tried to so be the bigger person. Forgiving. Yes. And families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like it's a good thing, but it's not because you wronged me. I would never want Payson to be friends with bullies that wrong her. Yep. Just to make her feel like the better person. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Be mean to them. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Like, Like if somebody is honestly, truly bullying you like that. Like, imagine your own daughter being bullied. If I got punched in the face, I would probably say I was sorry. No, you literally would. You'd be like, what did I do to you? No, I 100%. I would want to know what I did and then let's get closer. I would get like a baseball bat. Like, (laughs) let's go. And that is something I have had to learn for myself is that that boundary is so important for me. If you are going to leave me on red, if you are going to ignore me, if I try to emotion dump on you and you ignore me, we are done. Then and there, we are done. You have to say that because- Especially people who know that about you. Like they take advantage. Who people who know that, like you've told them, like, please don't ignore me. Like, just let me know where you're at. I just need to know. Please tell me. And that ignoring, like, to purposely hurt you and manipulate you, that that is a boundary that you have you literally have to set. Because yeah. otherwise you will be it, it's gonna hurt you in the end and nobody else. Yeah. 100%. And so if you set that, then you're like, Okay, we're done. And I got to choose that we're done. I'm choosing that we're good, done. It, Exactly. And you don't get to do that. And I think that goes just into what we were saying is like, you can't control everyone, but you can control you and you can control the boundary you yep. set. Yeah. And that is huge. And there's a book that when I, um, when I moved to Arizona and I started going to therapy, uh, my therapist gave me a book. It's literally just called boundaries. It's an, it's like a New York time bestseller. It's a great book. And she was like, that is the biggest flaw in your life is that you don't have boundaries. And the second you will set boundaries, your life will be better. Yeah. And I took her advice and my life changed because of it. A hundred percent. I let so much anxieties go. I was able to just like, like anxiety was a huge one for me that was like kind of destroying me because I just felt like I needed to like take care of so many people in my life. Definitely. And I'm referring to like my biological family mostly because that's what I was like, that's what the anxiety stemmed from. Yes. And so I was able to like set really strong, hard boundaries. And like, I have not frayed from them once. And my life and my anxiety has been so much better. Significantly better. But learning boundaries in that form versus like a friendship now is, is a lot different. And yeah. so, but similar application. De- definitely. So if just staying strong on in, your boundaries, even your boundaries. when it's hard yeah. is, is huge. Even when it's going against every single fiber of my being. I still have to do it. You still have to do it. And you just have to say, you know what? This is what you can control. And you can only control what you're thinking and like what boundaries you have. We're going to jump in for a quick ad break. We both just got these brand new packages from Vegamore. And I literally used all of my product. I know. I was so excited when our manager um, texted us and she was like, do you guys need like more Vegamore? Yes. And I was like, 
Yes. yes. I, I literally went, when I went to Sephora last week, I was like, okay, what, like I'm, I'm really running low on the shampoo and conditioner. So like, should I go grab some? And then she texted literally like the next day. And I was like, okay, I'm so glad I didn't buy any. How do my eyebrows look? They look good. I've been using their enhancing gel. I don't know oh, exactly what on it your is. Eyebrows. Yes. And I have seen such a difference. Do you love it? I really do love it. Like I genuinely, I it's part of my nightly routine now. Like nope. I just I really like it. Also, our manager literally told us that her dermatologist recommended Vegamore for hair growth. Oh, hello. Which is huge. Their hair serum. And that was what was it last time? Did we say it was sold like every sixty seconds or it something? It was their bottle of Grow. It's yeah, the serum. The serum. Yep. Yes, it's so good. I it makes you have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair without any harsh ingredients. This was Jamie's thing when I remember when we got this like ad read for the first time. I was like, oh, I'm so excited to try. And you're like, oh, like I'm a little bit nervous to try. Like I, I Jamie really does stick to only clean beauty beauty and like clean products and so I immediately googled them and it was like their clean rating was through the roof and I was like so excited because I was like oh my gosh this really is clean like I was excited to get the package but I was like oh I don't like I don't love promoting things that I like wouldn't actually use 100 percent and Kenzie was excited because also their packaging is insane I world it's the most pretty packaging I've ever seen in my life genuinely it is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. I use their dry shampoo every day. I love their dry shampoo. Love their dry shampoo. I great. feel like it almost gives texture spray. Yes. Like it, a little bit. It does. No, it, and it smells so good when I use it. Navy says, oh, you smell like grapefruit. She oh. thinks it smells like grapefruit. Well, thank you, Navy. I know, so she loves it. She comes up and smells We are obsessed with Vegamore. Vegamore is literally the best. And the key is consistency for your hair routine. If you want like thicker, better hair. To I, anything too. To like, anything, yeah. Just having consistency in that, which is so good. Um, oh, it was sold every 15 seconds on their website. That's what it was. I yes, that's what you're, that yep, there you go. Um, but give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore for a limited time. Codependent listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash codependent and use code codependent at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash codependent code codependent to save 20% off your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash codependent, code codependent. Okay, another thing that we love here on the Codependent Podcast. Codependent's favorite things. We need to have like a button for that. Oh, we do. Like, like a new, Oprah's a new little, favorite thing. A new little jig. We need to have a little jig. Codependent. Oh, favorite, that was a little flat. Favorite. Codependent. Favorite things. Because <laughs> he's doing a country <laughs> hick on me. <laughs> I've just been literally into Morgan Wallen lately. Dead. C-O-U-N-T-O. DJ asked for that on the pool yesterday. Okay. Okay. Cozy Earth. We love our Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth is literally on Oprah's favorite things. So, so that, that's out. where that went in <laughs> that through. All products are made with responsibly sourced viscose from bamboo. And all products, you guys, all products come with a 10-year freaking warranty. Do you want 10 years on your sheets? No. So, so you can have your new sheets. <laughs> DJ, I, we just washed all of our bedding and I changed the sheets just because it was in the bedding. It was yes. in like the washer. Yeah, and we I, did that today. I threw some new ones on because they weren't done yet for bed, like when we were going to bed. He hated them. I, I literally told Justin, I said, these are our gross sheets. He's like, why are they gross? I'm like, well, they're not gross, but they're like- They're not target, cozier. They're our target sheets. They're not cozier. Like these, he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, they're our target sheets. They're not our cozier sheets because they are so freaking nice and so soft. And they're temperature regulating. Which is huge, especially if you have a husband that sweats DJ, or you sweat. DJ, literally. <laughs> and so they're so good. They also have bath products, which are the same, made from the viscose bamboo. And, and loungewear. Yeah, they have a plush collection, all the good things. We're even luckier because they gave us a special discount code just for our codependent girlies. 
our discount code, you get 35% off site-wide, which is huge. 35% off site-wide when you use our code codependent. So go to Cozy Earth and use code codependent for if 35% you off. you dropped the ball on Father's Day. <laughs> this is a great a thing. Gift. Your husband will appreciate it. I promise you don't think they will. They will. They will. They will. They will. DJ will never ask for sheets, but he would love if I bought him new sheets. Yeah, he would be like, what is this heaven that I'm sleeping in? So 35% off with code codependent. codependent. Okay. Jumping right back into it. Jumping right back into our saucy combo. No, not really. So saucy. Uh, so saucy. <laughs> so how do you figure out your boundaries? What are your boundaries? How do you figure them out, Jamie? Oh man, I guess my boundaries for me, it's, it's not like, like for you, you can say like, well, I don't want to say what you could say, but yeah, Jamie, what's my boundary? Because we just said like for you, something that you stick strong to is like, if somebody purposely could ignore you or hurt you, that is a boundary you need to set. Yes. I think for me, it's more about the way somebody makes me feel. Definitely. Like if I, if somebody makes me feel uncomfortable, anxious, they're rude to me, then I can just say boundary set. We're done. We're done. And yeah. I, I think that that, that's where my boundaries come from mostly is like if, and if I truly like trusted somebody and they broke my trust because totally. I don't trust everybody. And so when I do let you in to trust you, if you break that, you will never, ever have another chance. Definitely. So to me, like once you break my trust, you're done. You're, that's, that's, I guess, yeah, that would be my boundaries. Trust. Like definitely do I feel like I can trust you. And if you've broken my trust, there's a boundary and like, you're never going to be the same. Even if you like really apologize, it'll be hard. It'll be a lot harder. And I probably will never forgive you fully. Okay. Which maybe that's something I need to work on, but like, I probably won't. <laughs> no, definitely. I think that DJ is more like you. Yes. Like He's really good with me, thank goodness. Oh, he totally is. But he Just also- like me, I can be married to you. Come exactly. <laughs> um, you guys are both really intuitive. Yes. And so something that I have to really work on with my boundaries is listening to his boundaries. Leaning into that intuitiveness. Exactly. And like, what's the most important thing to me in my entire life is my family, is yep. my husband, is my children. And if I'm putting my husband in an uncomfortable situation where he doesn't trust the people that I'm around- Yep. I have to set the boundary. And that's happened like multiple times. Being able to say that from personal experience. Yeah. There's been a couple times that my, yep. my husband has been like, you're different when you're around them. Yep. You're getting home at 3 a.m. Yep. Like you got to set some boundaries because I don't like what you are doing with these people yep. or this person or in this situation. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Like leaning on these people too, to help you with your boundaries. Like I lean on you a lot for boundaries as yep. well. Like help me to see what the things that I'm not seeing because I am not the most intuitive person. And it all ends up coming out at the end. Yes. Which is crazy. Like I'm just- And that's I'm, something DJ's gotten really good at. He doesn't wait for it to be the end. Yes. I feel like there's been times in our past that at the very end, he was like, oh, thank goodness. I hated that friend. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't me? you tell me that? Like he didn't want to ever go out. He didn't ever want them to come over. He never wanted to see them. Like, and then I found out after we stopped hanging out that he felt that way. And then I told him that I'm like, you can't let it go that far. Like my most important thing in my world is you. Is you. And if you're uncomfortable, that's a boundary that yes. we need to set as a married couple. Like yeah, sometimes like, you have okay. to have boundaries as a couple. And I think that there's, there's a difference of like, okay, maybe your husband doesn't get along with him. He doesn't want to hang out with them, but does he have a bad feeling? Then that's something to think yes, about. Like completely. your husband doesn't need to be besties with all your friends. Like I think that you can have your friends that your husband's not best friends with and yes. like be okay with, but like, like he's not going to go hang out with you guys, but he's like, okay, that's a good friendship for you. And we're good. Like maybe I don't love them, but like, I think of like, 
some of our sisters and they have friends that, and they, or they don't like their husband. They don't like their friend's husband. Yes. Like there's a lot where that happens of like, maybe you don't get along the best, but that's not going to stop the friendship because it's not hurting either person. Definitely. You just have the boundary of like, we'll go hang out here or we'll go do this. And we won't spend too much time together because like it can be this, but yeah, I think that that's like a kind of a tricky line. But I do think if, if the people that you love and care about most in your life are telling you these red flags that you're not seeing, you need to pay attention to them. And I mean, I even think about that with like our sisters, they have always been like, Oh, they always tell me if they don't like a friend and they're like, usually like, Oh, this is not good. Or this is going yep. the wrong way. Or like, and unfortunately, like I'm the kind of person where I like have to learn that on my own. Like, I don't really want other people to tell me Definitely. that, but that's something that I should work on of like, okay, if you have a red flag about this, like, and it's like, if you can listen to the people that you actually trust. Exactly. Then that's um, one thing I want you to touch on because I, we had a really good conversation about this earlier was how, what boundaries do you need to protect your own values? Yeah. I think that it's, this is like such a tricky one. And I think there's so many things to it because I don't think it's wrong to be with, to be friends with people or be even be in a relationship with somebody who has different values, different values than you. I think it can actually be really healthy. It can add to you. And like, like something that I think about a lot is, is for example, for example, I don't think that we have to be friends with everybody that's Mormon. Yeah. I think that having that as your only friendships to say like, I'm only going to be friends with Mormons because I'm Mormon. I think that that's unhealthy. And I like, agree. I think that you should have people that have different views and values, especially because our own sister isn't Mormon anymore. Like yeah. for me to only say that, I think that that's wrong. Definitely. I'm saying this for myself. I guess I don't like, if all of your friends are just Mormon, that's okay. Like that's what you've yes. decided and that's okay. But for me, I, I think it's good to have other values, but I think if their values and your values clash so much that it's pulling you away from the things that are important to you, then that's a decision like, a strong thing you need to have. Or I was going to say, if, if the values are so different that it's putting you down, like let's say politics, for instance, because that's just a really easy one. If you have such different political beliefs and every time you're together, they keep getting brought up and not in a healthy, let's just talk about it way, but more in a way of like, well, you're wrong and you're stupid for thinking that. And I'm right. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. And it's okay to have different views. We all have different views. We all have different. It's good to learn. It's great to learn. And you can learn so much from other people. But, and like that even goes for religion. Like Kenzie sent me a message today. This girl messaged us and was like asking us all these questions. My gosh. Yeah. Our religion. And she was doing it in a very kind way. She wasn't bashing us. She was just literally genuinely curious because she wanted to know or learn or whatever. Like, and I think that that's really healthy. But so for example, like something for me is like, I, this something this is something that I I often think back on our episode with Abby Herbert. I don't remember if it was on her episode or our episode like we swapped, but we talked about like drinking, for example. And something for me is like I that's something I don't I don't do and I don't want to do, but I'm okay to be around it. Definitely. It doesn't it doesn't affect me to be around it, but if my friends started asking me to drink, that would be an issue because they should know that that's not for me. Well, when you set your boundaries, you are very obvious with them. You are like, I'm not drinking. This is my reason. Nobody ask me. I am happy to be there. I will DD everywhere. Yep. I will be and the middle I've, on the dance floor. Yes. And I've, I've truly never felt like I've been disrespected, like, disrespected as far as that goes. But I think it's because I set that from the beginning of like, that's this what, is what I'm and, doing. And that's what I'm saying. Like you have to set, you it have from to the set that. And something like we asked Abby that I think about is we're like, 
do your friends like, are they weird about you not drinking? And like, especially because my, even mine, like, isn't necessarily religious belief, like reasoning. No, it's not at all. But I feel like that is like an easy one. If you, yes. if you need to say that, like, oh, or, or if that's what yeah. you think, like, yeah, I don't want to drink because my religion or whatever. But like for her, it's like, okay, you're 25. Like you're out with your friends. Like you don't have a religious background. Why don't, Why you, don't you drink? drink? Like, yeah. this is weird. And she's like, if my friends don't respect that, they are not my friends. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're not my friends because she's like, she struggled with addiction and drinking and she, not addiction. Sorry. She realized that when she drank, she would binge or she would like, it would make her into a person she didn't want to be. And she felt bad afterwards. And she felt bad afterward. And so she didn't like, she didn't want that. And her friends all know that. And she's like, my friends have never once said anything to me. Like they still invite me and we still have fun and it's totally fine. Definitely. And I just think that that's so cool that that's like, that that's, I don't know that that's what it is. And I think that hopefully I'm like not word vomiting right now. No, no, no. <laughs> I, this is this. what I wanted you to say. But I feel like that is how you can keep your values is just setting that boundary at the beginning, whatever it is, whether it's drinking, whether it's time away from your family, whether it's what like your religion if people are bashing your religion or yes or your political view like whatever it is that you value in your life then then but I also think it it comes more than just saying and we talked about this earlier we really related it to a toddler like it's more than just saying I'm gonna put you in timeout or saying yes. I'm not gonna drink and if they for if they pressure me into drinking I'm or not just drinking if they pressure me yes. into something I don't want to do and it's ignoring my values I will walk away from it just yep. like you have to fall through with your toddler. You have to put them in timeout or else they're not going to learn. You have to hold up your own values. You have yep. to say, if that does happen, I am strong enough to walk away from it. Yep. And you know what? If you do and your friends come back and they're like, I'm sorry, I did this, this, and this. Let's give them another chance. Yeah. It's not always we're done, but also respecting your boundaries and knowing you're upholding them enough to walk away from the situation. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I think that that's, that's exactly what it is. Okay, so Jamie, I'm trying to decide which we should talk about next. Closure or moving on? I feel like we should do moving on. I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. So maybe we can incorporate them both. Okay. So for closure, I wrote down clear your own baggage, acknowledge and accept, but let go of your feelings. Yes. Let go. Like, I think it's okay to say like, I'm- and closure might not happen the day or week after. Closure might like- Take a year. Take a year to happen. But- you also, like, I love that. You need to let go because you might not get closure. And you can't sit around waiting, waiting for, for closure. closure. You just have to, you have to take control, close the chapter in your life and say, that's my closure. Yep. I chose to close this off. I chose to block them. I chose to move on. I chose to break up with them. I chose to not talk to my let my family parents anymore. talk to me like that. Yes. Or talk to my kids or discipline my kids like 100%. this. 100%. Whatever it is you are able to do that. Yes. And I think that- And let go huge. of your feelings. Feel your feelings for a sec, but let yes, them go. Yes, feel them. It's, it's healthy to feel your feelings. And like, it's healthy to cry about things and to, if you need therapy, it's health. That's a healthy thing that you can acknowledge that. But you also can't let it overconsume your life forever because yep. you're on to bigger and better things. Like, Definitely. And I think that that's huge. I also think the biggest thing in closure is to meet, new people and to find your connections Definitely. and to find people that can hit all of the boxes for you. Like when I think of that, I think of our close friends and I think of like, okay, we can go have fun nights out. We can have our families together. Yes. We can go on family vacations together. Yes. We can do girls nights. We can do couples date nights. 
those are all things that are important to me. And when I can find people that hit all those boxes, I want to be friends with them. You're not going to find those people unless you are willing to put yourself out to find new people again. Exactly. Just like if you're dating somebody and they wronged you, it can't mean you're closed off to men forever. Yeah. Like or women. Sometimes, more women. <laughs> you do, you sis. Do you, sis. But you have to get back out there. You cannot just sit sad, sad yes. all the time. Like you just can't do it. Nope. One of my main ones is reduced contact. Yes. That is something that's taken me a really long time is to reduce contact because I just think in my head that somebody's mad at me and then I reach out and I like, or I'll send like a DM. you want to fix it. Or I'll send a DM like to see if they'll reply just to be like, okay, like we're okay. We're good. Like we might not be best friends, but like at least we're okay. If they'll reply to me, then like they're not mad they're at not me. They're not mad at me. Yes. So that's been a big one for me is reducing good, contact and just one. not like your mom. Let's say that your like your your mom is about doing going in your boundaries. She's saying yes. things to your kids you don't want her to say. Maybe don't call her and try to chat it up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if there is a boundary, you have to also set that boundary even as well. If it's, even if it's a healthy way, like I just thought of this, like with our mom in the best way. And I don't think she didn't have ill intentions of it, but like she would often talk about Navy and Payson and their body differences. Yes. And she would say like, oh, Payson's my little marshmallow and I want to squish her. And Navy's like a string bean, like whatever. And we had to say, mom, you cannot talk about them like this because this is what they are going to compare each other on. We can't start this when they're four and five, four and five years old or three and four. Like we set that a while ago and yeah. mom doesn't like, she's done, she's done better with it. Like, yeah. and if she does break the boundary, we, we remind her like, it's not about the body. It's not about like, let's talk about the other great qualities they have. Like, and so I think that even if it's a small boundary like that, that you realize needs to be set, then set it. And it can take time. Just like you just said, yep. like, mom I, I don't I can't think of the last time she said it like yeah, no yeah it's I, been a while but yep. then tonight we we're talking about dance yep. and she said well Navy's built like a ballerina Payson's not and I was like it's not about their body types it's just that I think Payson You're like Payson wants to move a lot she doesn't want to stand she still and be stand. delicate. That's not Payson's personality. That's personality. And that's, I said, that's exactly what I said. And you're like, that's what I'm referring to as far as the, the different dance. It doesn't have to be, mom, stop talking about their bodies. It can just be, oh, well, that's not what I meant. What I meant was this. Yes. And Redirecting I think that, that the sends the message just as well. Is like 100%. Sometimes even better. Yeah, it does. Than being defensive. Exactly. Because mom wasn't trying, like, and I think mom's trying to make it a compliment. But yes. it's like- you just, we never want that to be the focus of what they think because about. Because they are so different. They're so different and they're also best friends. Yes. And so we can't focus on that. And I just thought of that as like one little small No, I love that. Like That's a really good example. With your parents, but like reminding of those boundaries when you set them and if they're broken, like remind you about it. But I guess as far as like, yeah, we were talking about just reducing contact. And I think that that's probably one of the hardest ones to do is yeah. just like, Okay. I think that's something you've been through. Yeah. Just like letting it, letting it go and letting it be and being okay with it. And like realizing that not everyone's going to be happy with you. Not everyone's going to be like, <sighs> I mean, that you, makes me sweat. No, it does. It, I mean, think about even, we talked about it last episode with like the sleepover episode. Yes. You chose to speak out, to set a boundary that you get to do this and the boundary is that you don't get to control my emotions in life anymore. Yeah. And they didn't like that boundary. And unfortunately you made people unhappy. Yeah. A lot of people. I think that was probably the first time 
that I really didn't care what people thought. Yeah. That like, maybe I was hurting somebody's feelings, but I also deserved to do that. You deserved to speak out. And yeah, that's obviously different than like going on social media and bad mouthing somebody. I think that there's a lot to say about, you can tell that somebody has class or yes. not just class, but like you can tell when somebody is the bigger person, when they choose to just move on. Yeah. To not speak out meanly, to not spread rumors, to not gossip about it. Find the people you can gossip with. Gossip to your sister, gossip to your mom, your best friend, what, whoever it is that you have, like gossip to them, but like leave it at that. And when somebody in public comes up to you and says, oh, what happened with so-and-so or what, what relationship broke up here? You can definitively have an answer in your head and you're like, oh, honestly, it just didn't work out. And you can just shut it down. And period. And period, because they aren't going to ask more if you don't give them more. Well, and I also think that goes back, I mean, to the sleepover episode. Like for me, like I didn't want to ever give the power to somebody else that I was hurting or that they ruined my life or you know what I mean? Like, so I don't want to give people the power now. Like, and you have to keep your peace with that. Exactly. Like you have to be okay to like, you can't, you can't give somebody power, but you also can't waste your time on it. Exactly. Like, and I think that, I mean, I wrote down like what to do when, what to do when they're talking behind your back or seem to share things just to hurt you. And I think that was a really good answer. Like, First of all, sometimes being the bigger person is not the right thing to do. If you're being hurt and treated like crap, sometimes it's not good to be the bigger person. Yes. But I also think in most situations, it is. Yeah. I think it tells a lot when you're willing to let things go and not to just badmouth the person. And like my thought always, and I already said this once on this episode, but like my thought always is literally, is all going to come out at the end. A hundred percent. People are going to realize Yes. People are going to see who's the one talking, who's gossiping, who's not, who's this, what's this. Like, even in your own self with your relationships, like, you will see that if you're being the bigger person for the most part, unless it's obviously really hurting you or, like, something false has been said or whatever it is, like, I think there's room where sometimes you do have to speak out. And I yes. don't think that's wrong. Or confronting the person. I think that that is also good at times, too. Yes. But I think that if you can, for the most part, be the bigger person and not spread rumors and gossip that is going to go way further than anything The other else. thing too is that if you gossip, it's going to get back to the other person. Yeah. It just is. It just is. I, it, yep. Somehow it's like telephone too. It's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. You exactly. Said. And so you I could be like, yeah, they were kind of rude to me and it gets back to them. And they're like, yeah, they said you were a literal straight up bit. Like, no, exactly. So don't give them that power. Don't give them the power to even twist your words because your words didn't come out anywhere that they could be twisted. Exactly. So- also, no. it's a continuous process. It, it 100% is. And I think one of the things that you wrote down, which I think is huge, is just to not overthink it. Yeah. To not overthink it. You set your boundaries. I think that that book I was talking about would be like a great place if you need to set boundaries. Read that book. It's probably on Kindle. Yeah. I like have my therapist gave it to me and I read it. And I just think if you can stop overthinking it, you can set your boundary. You can close the chapters, reinvent who you are if you need to do that find peace, be happy and make new friends or make it, find a new boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, whatever like, it is that you need to do. I just think that it'll go a long way. Well, I like that you said reinvent yourself because not reinventing yourself in the way of like getting yourself to be this different person because you 
think that you should be a different person yes. because they told you to be a different person. they told you you're a bad person. But I also think like I am probably like my happiest, most confident self this past six months than I've ever been in my life. And I genuinely feel like I reinvented myself. Yes. I like started- Cause you started to realize these things that were hurting you were things you could actually control. Exactly. So I took the things that I actually did have control of, worked through them, yep. worked on them, worked on myself. And I came out such a better person. Such a better person with greater friendships, a greater marriage, a greater relationship with- 100%. Your family and your sisters yeah. and all the people around you that are there for you and care for you. It goes a long way. Yeah. So if you need to reinvent yourself, do it. Like, I feel like sometimes people think like, like they changed. Like, why did they change so much? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you break up with a guy and then you start dating somebody new and you change. You didn't change for that person. You just changed because you're a better version of yourself. And because sometimes you, you will change because of, I mean, you are who your friends are. Like, yes. 100%. And you are who you date. You are. Like so my mom always said that. Like, and so, yeah, you are going to gradually change, but only because, I mean, that's natural for humans. You adapt and you change with the situation environment that you're placed in. Yep. But at the same time, that's not always a bad thing. It's definitely not but always But sometimes a bad thing. it is a bad thing. If you change for the wrong ways and you change your values and you change these things, yes. it can be it bad. It definitely can be. But if you're changing in a more positive light, like- And, you, and people are noticing, oh, you look so happy and you yes. look healthy and like- so many good things are happening in your life. I think that that's a good indicator that you're on the right. 100% agree. Yeah. And so no, I totally agree with you. I just, yeah, I think that we just kind of wanted to go into this whole little thing about boundaries and closure and kind of a random episode, but I felt like it was fitting. It like didn't feel random for me because we just like ran into no. that person and like, yeah, no, it did, we've been not, like definitely thinking. not random. Just like, but no, it like kind of is random. Kind of random I guess kind of random no it like definitely is like kind of random but but also <laughs> random, like but not random. all aren't all of our episodes kind I guess of they random are. like there's they're just not really for they're for a reason that that is something that applies to our life and we hope that it applies at some point it applies at some point in your life and even if you're like oh I'm fine what are you guys talking about maybe in a year six months you'll have something happen and you're like oh my gosh wait I should go back and listen and then Hopefully that helps you. Or your friend is like going through a breakup and you're like, go listen to this episode. It's good. Or you have like a really emotional dumping friend and you need to know how to handle them. This is a great one for you. This is a great one for you. I'm telling you right now. Two middle fingers to the haters. (laughs) It is really good that we're so different. No, it it works great. It works great. What if we were both super emotional? Or what if we were both like really mean? Either way, we would have zero friends. I mean, I think it helps because when people actually get to know us, they see the differences in us. Like we're obviously so we're best friends and we're together all the time and we're so similar in that way. But at the same time, I think if we were both the exact same, people would get drained by being our friend. Yeah. People like that we're different. Like yeah. people are like, oh, I'm not scared of you. Well, and I feel like too, like we have different reasons like of, or being, yes. of friendship for different people. Like you're not friends with both of us and you get both of us. Like you're friends with us for different reasons and you get different pros and different cons. Yeah, exactly. It's great. So be our friend. So if you want friends. <laughs> this is us taking friendship applications. We're great. Send them in. We can hang out. <laughs> That's not our friendship application. Do you emotionally exempt? Do you not? <laughs> are you, do you more get with Jamie or Kenzie? Which one are you more Which similar one are to? You more similar to. No, really when we stop being friends one day, like when you piss me off, I'm going to put a friendship application in and I'm just going <laughs> to hope that somebody hits all of your boxes. <laughs> I'm dying. Are you saying we're not going to be friends one day? I don't know. I don't know. I really hope I not. could emotional dump on you and you could ignore me. Then my boundaries set. 
<laughs> and you know what? Next time you emotionally dump on me, I'm just gonna send you a middle finger. Dude, honestly, that's better than <laughs> ignoring me. I'm not me. ignoring you. Hey, I'm fine with that. Okay, this is my boundary. As long as you don't ignore me, I'm fine. You're okay. I'm good. You usually will just frat me in person and then it's like. That's true. I've gotten a lot better about talking about things in person because you can't, can't get out of it. I can't really ignore you. Yeah, it's great. I, I actually like to ignore people. Yeah, I know. strikes. Yeah, maybe that's where my trauma comes is from <laughs> you ignoring me. Might be. No, really. I sometimes, but I think like you said, sometimes just be like, hey, I need space. Leave me alone. That's like, better for me. That's than better for you. Yeah. Than, than just And I'll give up. you 24 hours. Then, then I hope you talk to me. <laughs> 24 hours. The timer's clicking. We're good to go. 24 hours later, I'm like, you want to talk? You ready? So are you ready you now ready? or what? Literally, that's <laughs> so me. But we're all getting better. We're growing up. We're better. We're better people. We have some good, exciting episodes coming up. Hopefully, we're going to do like a good <gasps> planning we meeting. We have a really good episode coming up. But we have a really good one coming up. So that'll be our July 4th episode. And it's coming out on July 4th, not the 3rd. 3rd is Monday. Merka. <laughs> um, It's coming out, not Monday. It's coming out on the 4th of July. I know that's like kind of random because you'd be like with fam and, and stuff. like normally we never release on holiday but like you are not going to want to miss this episode yeah so if you're like getting ready in the morning with your like for your kids or you're going to parade or you're like driving listen turn to it, it freaking you can listen on. to it later on too but like you're not gonna you're gonna it. miss out if you don't listen to it first thing on the fourth of july yeah so be prepared I, we're letting you guys Wake know 6 a.m right now <laughs> it is coming out on the fourth and it is going to be a very, very exciting episode. It'll be an exciting episode. So stay tuned. We love you guys so much. And like always, we will see you next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.